0: I'm Michelle Long. Time for Daily Market Wrap this Friday, November 5, 2021. Philippine shares capped the first trading week of November with another pop, logging its highest close in the pandemic era or since February last year. For the week, the PSE index is also up by over 4%. Aside from the easing of restrictions in Metro Manila, investors also cheered the latest inflation data, which showed inflation easing to a three-month low for October. Chris Mangun of AAA Equity says he expects higher valuations moving forward.
1: The market's movement is in line with our expectations that uh, it will continue and stair-step its way higher towards the end of the year. The economy is uh, getting back uh, on track and uh, we're seeing the most economic activity uh, going back to the beginning of the years.
0: Videos. Jonas Ravela says investors should pay attention to core inflation where volatile items like food and energy are stripped off.
2: Eventually, the, the expectation is that it's still within the 2 to 4 percent. Mm-hmm. So the last time we've seen core inflation went above 4 percent, that was the time when we saw rates slightly moving higher. And that was in 2018. So we're still within, uh, for core inflation, uh, at still within the 2 to 4%. And that actually gives the central bank uh, the space to probably still keep the accommodative policies.
0: Global investment banker Stephen Kunyang meanwhile, points to supply chain bottlenecks.
3: For how long? If you tell me not to breathe for five seconds, it's okay. you tell me not to breathe for five minutes, I'm dead. All right, so (laughs) if it's transitory, the question is how transitory? Are the bottlenecks in logistics and supply easing up or not? Because I don't think the problem is production. There's like, for example, the US, there's enough bacon. But why is bacon expensive? It's because the truckers and the rails are in short supply. The problem, it's not input and output, it's delivery and logistics. Mm -hmm. And if that normalizes itself and gets better,
1: then maybe it is transitory.
0: AB Capital's Jovis Vistan, still constructive on local equities.
1: We're very positive going into next year. I think if you look at among the ASEAN countries, uh, the Asian countries in terms of corporate earnings growth, uh, outside of Vietnam, I think the Philippines is uh, one of those that would still register double-digit growth going into 2022 in terms of corporate earnings. You're looking at a, a, a multiple of around 18 times for, for the Philippines, which makes us quite expensive.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: as I said, that that's justified by the above average corporate earnings growth that's being projected for, for us. If you look at, at us from a peg ratio perspective, we, we are probably the second cheapest.
0: In corporate stories, Bloomberry, the owner and operator of Solaire Resort and Casino, narrowed losses to half at just 1.1 billion pesos in the third quarter thanks to improving gross gaming revenues. The company saw higher gaming volumes and revenues despite intermittent business conditions due to shifting quarantine classifications. Solaire was close to the public 41 days out of 92 during the quarter. It's hopeful things will stabilize with increasing vaccination rate. Meanwhile, the country's second-largest bank, Metrobank, more than doubled earnings in the third quarter to 4.4 billion pesos thanks to lower bad loan provisions, healthy fee and other incomes, as well as controlled operating expenses. This brings year-to-date earnings to 16.1 billion pesos. Finally, just over a month since its IPO, Robinson's backed RL Commercial REIT declares its maiden cash dividend at 0.062 per share. Against the listing price of 645, this is equivalent to an annualized yield of 5.77%. That's better than initially projected. RCR's initial portfolio consists of 14 office buildings registered with PESA in cities like Makati, BGC, Ortigas, Quezon City, and Mandaluyo. The properties are worth 74 billion pesos.